You are listening to Radio Lounge, the voice of creative entrepreneurs and influencers. This podcast is recorded in front of a live audience at Lounge 4284, the space for web content creators and creative people. What's up, guys? Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Good. 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 So, um... So, what just happened? (laughs) Honestly, nothing much. You know, we're just talking about how good the water is in Montreal. Compared to Cali, it really oh is. Yeah. Okay, I came here from Central America directly, so it's. Where were you? The, I was in Costa Rica weeks oh, ago. That's why I'm tan. I was in Guatemala. That's why I'm tan too. <laughs> I'm just trying to catch up with I'm you. Guatemala next month. You going? Oh, okay, it's good. Yeah. I put that pin for Guatemala. Mm, I need to put it over there. I don't know. I saw a pin on Guatemala no, no, over there. Me. No, no, no. Um, we'll put, put the pin Guatemala. on Guatemala. I saw a pin. It's not me. I saw a pin. Somewhere. I'm not crazy, babe. I think it's a sign. <laughs> I just came back actually I came back uh, two days ago two days ago yeah I came back two days ago when are you guys leaving next month next I'm month? hanging tight for a little bit oh my god that's good just for the winter yeah. you know no. in California oh I love god, winter to, I mean you so <laughs> fun right yeah. yeah so before we start this panel I just want you guys to introduce yourself so people know more about you alright so I'm Liz. Elizabeth my channel is Elizabeth <laughs> Elizabeth travels, and I've been doing that for about two years, and I've been to, like, Southeast Asia, and this year I've been to Burning Man. That was a lot of fun. (laughs) Then, like, Portugal and Las Vegas, and I really hope to, like, this year do, like, more of a long-term trip, maybe to India or something, so it's going to be a lot of fun. My name is Cameron, and I also make travel videos. My channel is just my name, Cameron Phillips. And I've been traveling for a couple years now, but really kind of full-time digital nomading for the past, like, four or five months now, which has been fun. And I have a lot of longer-term trips coming up next summer. I'm probably going to go into Asia and Europe for more of an extended period of time. And I make travel videos documenting that lifestyle. I did one earlier, but I do more kind of... That was more of, like, a polished video that I did for a brand, but I normally do more kind of (laughs) vloggy stuff that's a little more raw, a little more my experience of places and I try to keep it pretty real but combine that with some nice cinematic elements so yeah that's me nice cool hi everyone I'm Heather and I found I totally fell into blogging actually um, I was in corporate for years and I quit two and a half years ago I left the states I've been traveling ever since nice um, I'm primarily a blogger full-time digital nomad and um yeah, I'm just starting to dabble into videos, so don't look at my YouTube, but you can find me at shegoesglobal.net, and all the social links are there, too. Amazing. So, let's start. Um, a lot of people are here travel. I know your list, so I'm not going to ask questions. Hello. You guys, now I'm joking. You got a good life. You got a good life. But my first question for you guys tonight is, can you tell us a bit more about the life of a digital nomad? You too. Yeah, you too. It's the best way to be homeless. <laughs> right, right. First of all, um, it's it's really living a life of, you know, coming from corporate, we always had the term work-life balance. That was a term we used repeatedly, and it was always something in interviews I said I needed to work on. And I find that living as a digital nomad is really just embodying that completely, where it's every single day you're, you're working, you're producing content, and you're writing stories. Um, but you're living in the purest form. So for me, it's, you know, it's really a happy balance um, of work and play. Um, so, but my structure is a little different than these two. Like I consult on the side as well. I kind of married my former corporate life with blogging and international branding. So that's what I do now. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I could go on for hours. You nice. have to be a little more specific. Like well, what? Me was just yeah. really to understand the life of a digital nomad. Like, yeah. Quickly, when people ask you, because you can say, okay, I'm a digital nomad, but what is that? Right. No. So Cameron, do you have something to add? Well, to I am kind of on the beginning of my journey as a digital digital nomad. I mean, I've only been doing it for a few months now, and I'm trying to find that kind of footing and find that balance of like the work, life, play, travel, stay in one place for a while. And this past month, I've been in Toronto for the month just because I wanted a home base for just like this month. I'd kind of been around for a little bit, so it made sense to do that. But yeah, coming up, it's going to be kind of on the road. And it's been, you know, it's like the thing that a lot of people ask me is like, how does it, how does it work? And it's like, you, well, I'm not paying rent every month. I don't have a lot of those hard expenses, but you kind of incur other expenses from being on the road. And if you kind of play it smart, and for me, if I don't have any like contractual obligation to be somewhere i just kind of like go wherever's the cheapest if i find like a yeah. flight that's like really cheap so i've been to, to thailand right? nine times yeah <laughs> so if you find those deals it's kind of like you have the freedom and especially like were you doing consulting or yeah. me doing other kind of like design work online it's like you don't need to be anywhere and that's kind of the beauty of it you know and especially when you get into make your own videos and you make travel content you know your your ideal like your goal your work is to go places and experience it and share it with people so it's really fun in the sense that I could go on tomorrow and find yeah. the cheapest flight anywhere and go and like figure out a way to make it work. That's amazing. So that's kind of like what I'm trying to get to. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Good. Liz, I know Liz, yeah. so I can ask her more like deeper question, but... Oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> Liz has been traveling for a while. I'm pretty sure you had a gig. Your job was just to travel and take pictures. Yeah. Like I did this the whole summer. I was like, I had a car and I was just traveling the States from like city to city, from motel to motel been like all over the place I was like in California but also like places that I don't think I would have gone by myself like St. Louis I but love like, St. Louis it's an underrated city I know yeah. I never would have known yeah if, like not for my job to like I had to go there and I was like that's actually pretty cool here it is nice arch and what made you start to take some uh, YouTube videos <laughs> so basically when I finished university I wanted to go on a trip and so we booked like this trip for like four months in Southeast Asia with my Who's boyfriend, okay. me and my boyfriend. What's up, Alex? He's over there. Yeah. <laughs> He's a YouTuber too, some plug, you know. Yeah, and so like I was like, hey, I got to document that. I've been wanting to make vlogs for so long. Now is like the time, now or never. And once I started, I just couldn't stop. Like I love taking the videos. I love editing. I love putting it out there. And I love traveling. So like there's nothing else I want to do really. Yeah, that's good. So. You blogging so you left your job and you're like you know what i'm gonna go full-time blogging and travel. Yeah. so how's that world for you of just and do you guys use the term quarter life crisis in canada nope. no no <laughs> <laughs> i called it a quarter life crisis i was yeah. i turned 25 i had done everything i was supposed to do on paper at the time you know graduated from university i did i did what i was supposed to do i had the career yeah. and i just hit a burnout and so i called it a quarter life crisis quit That's my job nice. And I had saved up enough for the year, um, so I decided I would budget for $50 a day. I had enough for one year, and then I would go back to my career. And so people wanted to know my insights into why I had just done this crazy thing, like quit my great job. And so I just started sharing my diaries, really. It was like a, it was a horrible name, .wordpress.com, for the first, like, four months and surprisingly people started reading it and so I started teaching myself about blogging about social media and I completely fell into it and now I'm obviously more aggressive with it now that I'm a little more in tune with what I'm supposed to be doing but in the beginning it was really I innocently just fell into the blogosphere 
That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we here had a quarter life crisis because this is real. It, I, it is. I, I I'm not it. the only one. Maybe it. you have it later in life, Me, but it's it. not. You know, I'm not there yet. I feel you. I had it's it. It's a yeah. thing. <laughs> Two years ago, I was like, you know what? I'm done. I quit my job. Yeah. I had a house to pay. I'm trying to figure it out. I can stop it. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm making some videos. Mm-hmm. So I think quarter life crisis is something that's real, guys. Who's under 25 here? Watch out. Yeah. This is it's real. coming. This is real. Cameron, so, so yeah. we, we saw your video working with a brand. Mm-hmm. Um, something I didn't tackle in the previous panel is, as a creator, how is it to work with brands? Do you go after them or they come after you? And the content you make for them? bit of both. And it really, so much of it depends on the brand and what they want and what you want. And it has to be a happy marriage at the end of the day of what you're willing to give and what's comfortable for you and what they want and what's going to like make everyone happy, you know? And so an experience like that, it's like I got, it was, I mean, it's great. Like only in the past year have I gotten to kind of do a level where I can work with brands and go places and like kind of press trips or things like that, which has been amazing. That's been the goal for years and years and years. So it was crazy to be able to do that. And you know, it's a lot of times you have to conform to what they want. But if you're working with a really good brand, if you really kind of lay it out in the beginning, they're gonna, they came to you because they want you, they want your voice, they want your story, they want the way you do things. And a lot of it is just remembering to be kind of like true to yourself to that. So but that's a good brand relationship. You know, of course there's times <laughs> where you can sign on, it's like, oh, yay, I'm getting paid, like this sounds great. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's just like, what am I doing? Like this is, I don't really support this. Yeah. I, I did this for a, a couple hundred dollars or a couple thousand dollars and it's just like, it gets to a point where, like, yeah, it's like, you gotta keep, you gotta keep the lights on, you know, pay the rent, you know, fund the travel, but, but you gotta homeless, find that line, you, you don't know? have to keep the lights. Well, yeah, <laughs> you gotta keep the plane tickets, but, yeah. you know, it's like, it's gotta be a happy balance, because eventually if you start just kinda, I don't wanna use the word selling out, but kinda just taking anything that yeah. they'll give you, you can, I don't know, can start to wear on your content and your, like, spirit as a creator, because you can kinda feel like you're selling yourself short, especially if you don't believe in white the message you're trying to sell to people because then you, you just feel kind of worthless. People can feel it too. Yeah, when oh, for sure. Absolutely. And so like having like a great, like a company or like a resort or like a tourist, tourism board, like if they want to bring you somewhere and like show you all around and especially when they write in the contract that like, we want your honest everything. Like we don't want anything. Like, so you see 100% honest? Yeah. No, I, I, Even I, if the I primarily do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, I haven't had to lie yet. Okay, that's good. You, Liz, um, traveling. Okay, so you travel, but you're in Montreal as well. How can you balance the life of a traveler? Because they're they're homeless. Let's be honest. These two are homeless. But you're not. Yeah, my apartment's actually really nice. So how can you balance (laughs) that? Because the homeless life is amazing. You're right. You just have to catch the next flight and you're out. But for you, how can you balance the fact that you do have a home ground in Montreal, but you Mm -hmm. do like to travel and you're... Your boyfriend's a YouTuber yeah. as well, so... Well, I like taking long trips, if I can. What's so long? like, you know, like a month or two months, something like that. So, what I usually do is, that, let's say at freelance, here in Montreal, I have like a job, like short contracts, save up my money, and then like, once I see I have enough, I leave, and I have fun. Then like, oh my god, I'm running out of money, I have to come back, come work back. again, and then, that's what I've been doing, basically. Good. And what's your next trip now? What's the next trip you, you plan? Planning to u- go to Europe. Okay. So I want to go like maybe to Paris and then like cross Europe to go to Ukraine. That'd be really cool for this spring. And in the fall, I think we're gonna go to India. Right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No pressure, but that's what I really want. Three tickets. 
I've been I've been wanting to go to India for like so long and like it's just I've never gone because I feel I find that India just requires the time. I can't go there for a week and like be like oh I've been to India, you know, because it's such a huge country. There's so much to see. I want to like give it the time it deserves. You know. I see that, Cameron. For you now, you could see that your vlog your vlog was a bit more cinematic. Mm. Um, something that people want to know, like you want to create dope content, you want to be keep on pushing new content. Where do you get your inspiration? Like, where do you get better? You go to school online or? Uh, I get a lot of my inspiration from other creators and from seeing, you know, which can be a double-edged sword because then you start comparing yourself and you can start, you know, Can you like, name drop some people? Oh, I mean, of course, you know, the big ones that everyone knows, like Casey Neistat, Fun for Louie, you know, yeah. Ben Brown, back when he was a travel blog- vlogger, Peter McKinnon's a new one who's really big. Um, people like that like, who really kind of combined a lot of the cinematography with, like, telling the story. Totally. Which is kind of what I love to, like, find that balance. And, you know, honestly, the, one of the greatest teachers is practicing and YouTube tutorials, you know? And when you're learning new software, learning new plugins, or anything about you just what you don't know, I just Google it or I search it on YouTube and find other people who are willing to teach me. So, oh, yeah. I, I didn't go to school for anything oh. like that. When it comes to blog, yeah. how can you keep finding content? To, first of all, how many blogs do you write a month, for example? I try to do two blogs per week. Okay. Um, and the content is easy because it's really about my life, okay, wherever nice. I am. So my blog, I really try to make it different in the sense that it's not just, you know, when I write about Montreal, it's not going to be 15 things to do in Montreal because mm-hmm. there's a million other bloggers that can tell you that. But mine's really like, what insight did I get here? Almost like it's been a personal, almost spiritual journey from the beginning and how I've grown as a person. And so that's really, I talk about my personal life and what I've learned on the road, plus some sites. So the contents, I mean, it's endless, you know, yeah. we're on a forever journey and I've, I'm only got 33 countries down so far. So there's a lot more to go. I want to see every <laughs> single one. I love that. Yeah. Um, I remember before a lot of people raised their hands about Instagram. You guys are active on Instagram. Yeah. Just a little. Can you tell me what? Is that thing with the algorithm? Oh, God. <laughs> I can't, word. actually. It no. changed the whole game. So guys, They're ruining yeah, everything. Did you guys notice some change in the algorithm as well? It's crazy, right? So do you have any other tricks that you're doing now for your Instagram? It is honestly changing every day. And I was just reading an article yesterday on how to hack Instagram with all these new algorithms. And the big takeaway for me was Instagram stories and tagging the location and using the hashtag feature in the Instagram story. Nice. And there's all kinds of fun little things you can do to customize your story as well, like the font. And um, I think just making your stories different this year seems to be all about stories on Instagram mm. and more, you know, your page, you should look at it like it's a gallery, you know? So it's not even, I feel you might disagree, but I feel like it's not even about constantly posting every single day anymore. Mm. It's about having one set solid image that's cohesive and then having daily updates on your story. I feel it's like so that it's shifted, well, right? you know? Because it used to be like, you gotta post on Instagram every single day, and yeah. it's just, it's not that anymore because it's not chronological, so. Yeah, you're right. The concept of the feed is still very active, you know? Well, that first impression, people see the whole thing. When they see that first nine photos, they gotta look good together. That's true. And I hated that concept for a long time, even though I adhered to it. You have I, a dope Instagram, I just saw it before. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, but it's, it's one of those things that I hate stressing about. Like, I would love to put more energy on the photos themselves, but yeah, like you got to make sure it all looks good together. You know, when you walk mm-hmm. into an art gallery, you you yeah. gotta you gotta feel like you like the place. That's true. You know, to really like kind of get exactly into the art. What it is. Yeah. It's like your page is the art gallery, and then the real stuff 
is in your you story. Like it now too, yeah. But it's yeah. fun. It's almost like like YouTube, but like just on your phone. You don't even have to edit anything, so it's actually easier. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you like Instagram the way it is. Did you notice some changes for you or? Yeah, I did, but it's well, all right. You know, you just... on YouTube, you. Yeah, but I also do Instagram, and I yeah. think it's just the changes. They're always going to keep coming. Like Facebook always change, Instagram always change. You just got to roll with it and just. It's a good point. Yeah. You know, like there's nothing you can do really except adapt. Oh. I like the fact that you talk about Facebook. So Facebook just mm-hmm. launched a Facebook Creator program. Are you guys some Facebook creators yet? You jump on the wave. <laughs> good. Are you guys jumping on the wave of Facebook I didn't Creator? Even know that came out. Yeah, yeah, Facebook came up with a creator program. They have the app creator. You can be a Facebook creator. Have your own episode. You think Facebook will replace YouTube one day? They may try, but yeah, it'll be different. I mean, they've already become such a home for video yeah. content. Yeah. I mean, you can't even go on Facebook without seeing like video, 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 <laughs> video from all like the big, you know, right. accounts that make like topless videos and like whatever and stuff like that. I guess and it could be. I said huh? top list. It sounded like I said topless. It did. <laughs> it did. It did. It did sound yeah. like that. It did sound like that. I realized that. I was like, what? Facebook phone? No, 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 no. What? what? Um, I know they yeah, have the what's watch. in your feed? Yeah, yeah. Watch for sure. <laughs> but I, I, it'll never be the same as YouTube, but I, yeah. they're a huge, like, in the market of video now. Mm-hmm. They're really, really big. But it's mostly without sound. So yes. It's, yeah. not, it's a whole it's, different culture. So it's not yeah. a vlogging type. No, it's It's totally more of like drone shots. It's, it's a different... Yeah. Game. But a lot of YouTubers that I know are, are getting angry with what YouTube is doing now. They're making it more difficult. Their algorithm has changed. So who knows? Maybe they'll be looking for a different outlet and Facebook just swooped in, you know? Who are knows? you guys seeing a different algorithm with YouTube as well? Yeah, you feel yeah. the change? Um, now I'm going to go back to traveling because I feel like now we talk a lot about the, the concept yeah, in all those social networks. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when you travel, okay... You guys are, like, homeless in a way. <laughs> and, um, I'm just bugging with you guys. You know that, right? I love it. I'm not. I wrote uh, a whole blog post <laughs> called Happily Homeless. That's good. Oh that's God. amazing. Approaching oh. 30, no babies, and homeless. I'm cool. <laughs> 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 Hashtag part of life crisis. Um, how is it to travel and vlog for you? Like, for you to, to vlog and after you for vlog? Like, you try to, to vlog and edit them on the way when you're there? Or you just capture as much content and then you come back and edit it here. See, for me, it depends. If it's a short trip, like I know I'm somewhere for a week, then I'll just film, film, film so I can have as much content as I can. And then when I come back, then I take my time, I edit, and like I can like stretch out the videos a little bit. But if I'm somewhere for like a month, then I think it's really nice for people to like kind of follow you almost live. Yeah. So I try not to have like a big delay, delay between like the actual what I'm doing and my vlogs make it like two, three days max. And this way people can like give me suggestions on where to go, what to do, who to like maybe meet up with some other travel vloggers that are also like in the same area. And I find like it adds more immediacy to like what you're doing. So it's, I like that. but then like, you know, it's hard. It's hard, eh? Yeah. It's hard yeah. when you travel and like you, you just want to sleep, but you got to edit that video. I trust. Yeah, especially so if you're somewhere real. with bad internet or right? not yeah. a great place yeah, to yeah. edit. Yeah, it's, it's a balance. It's a struggle. It depends struggle. on like kind of how long the trip is, what your frequency in posting content is, you know. Oh, what about you? How, what about you? Don't worry about yeah, the time. <laughs> uh, the frequency of creating content while I'm on the go. Exactly. You're saying. Um, you know, I just started with video, so but as far as the writing goes, I'm I write in my personal journal every single day, um, so I really do pull a lot from that. 
Um, but as far as the location, I typically will post after I leave a location, unless I'm somewhere like okay. Montreal, I'm spending an extended amount of time here, so I'll be posting from location. But um, no, it's usually after, and I'm catching up with stuff, unless it's a sponsored trip, like if it's a tour company or... Even, you know, I've been hosted at some restaurants or spas or resorts. Or Then I, I really try to get the content at least up on social media, like, within a couple of days. Yeah. Um, and then I also, as far as, like, pushing it out, and it's a little off topic, but I founded a Facebook group, actually. And that has two and a half, like, 2.5K women. So whenever There's I'm, no men? No, sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's she goes global. So Okay, yeah. But that really helps boost whatever I'm doing from that location in a quick way because with the Facebook algorithm algorithm changing, sorry, yeah. I can't even say that word. Um, when you own a Facebook group, every single person in that group gets a notification when you post in it. So it's really become my number one source for pushing out, you know, photos mm. on Instagram or whatever through Facebook. Good. Well, guys, this is all the time we had. Uh, just before we end, where can people follow you or join your group? She Goes Global Women's Group. Sorry, guys, on Facebook. And shegoesglobal.net is my website. Good. Cameron. Cameron Phillips on YouTube and Cameron Phillips with an X on Instagram. Liz. Elizabeth Travels on YouTube. Elizabeth Travels on Instagram. And if you have questions for me, Steve Daniel on YouTube. And I am Steve Daniel on all your platforms. Thank you guys for listening and have a great night. <laughs> be sure to follow us on our several social media outlets where we post a ton of content and of course to find everything in one place visit our website creatorhq.org creator hq is a community of content creators located in montreal and beyond join the community it's free and rewarding